The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Craig Hughes uh, joins me in studio, political correspondent with the Irish Daily Mail, uh, to talk about uh, this week's political machinations. And Craig, we might start with that story, uh, news that just broke um, at about five o'clock, which is some detail emerging of uh, the strategic plan for RTE. So this is the plan that Kevin Backhurst has put together, gave to the media minister, Catherine Martin, at the end of last week. RTE staff are getting it tomorrow, is that right? There'll be a town hall meeting uh, with Kevin Backhurst and the RTE staff um, at tomorrow. Um, but but as you said, the first details of this plan um, emerged this evening first with Pat Lee in their times. Um, and quite significant, I mean, the level of, of redundancies that they're expecting to, to cut the workforce by about 20%, which is, which is 400 jobs, there thereabouts. I guess... When we were thinking about reform of RTE and looking at, at the kind of numbers, this, in a sense, was inevitable. It was, it was always going yeah. to be about, about how many jobs were, were, were going to go. Um, there's still we're still waiting to hear here on some other aspects. While while you know the reporting at the moment says that um, the number of staff paid over a hundred thousand will come back. There's no suggestion yet that there will be pay caps on, on presenters' pay or anything like that. Um, we're getting some sense as well of, of what could be for the chop. Um, 2FM isn't isn't going to be gone. That, that was speculated um, initially whether that, whether that, that would be scrapped. Um, and it looks like they're going to push for, I guess what I would call a more of a kind of a, a Channel 4 style model of broadcasting whereby they're commissioning an awful lot of, of, of independent programming rather than doing it directly themselves. I think they say that they want to get that up to around fifty um, percent of their output, um, and also uh, generate more content uh, from the regions. Uh, it's interesting. Um, I, I looking here, a junior minister rules out four hundred job cuts in RTE in the wake of payment scandal. Poor Alushin Smith, uh, creating a hostage to fortune. It appears uh, at one point during the summer when uh, this crisis really reached its nadir for the uh, public broadcaster. Um, so, as you say, we 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 don't know the real detail on this mm-hmm. yet. I mean, it might just be a case that they reduce the number of people earning over a hundred thousand. Through natural wastage or people taking up redundancy offers, there's no suggestion of that being targeted, and the redundancies will be voluntary initially. Is that right? I think that's, that's that, what we that, think. Yeah, that's usually the way th- these things will go. Um, they, they've they've had redundancy packages there before, or redundancy schemes there before. Um, I, I guess one thing I'll be interested to see from all this as well is the teacher can interview with me in New York um, in October said that he wanted to see it, it split in two um, so that the, the funding that the state provides needs to be matched um, with a kind of public service remit to it. And then the commercial wing is separate entirely. And, and of course, when you go back to when the scandal originated, it's down from the commercial side of things. It wasn't with the public service no. um, side of the house. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that how, how those divisions um, emerge when the government comes in with their, with their bailout package. Uh, the other kind of a big suggestion during the summer beyond maybe hiving off 2FM and selling it was that they would hive off some of the campus and sell that. Might that happen? Yeah, I, I think it depends. It depends on the kind of offers available. I think Kevin Backers has said that that, that it is an option but, but they'll, they'll explore other options first of all because I, I think the idea of, of moving RT to somewhere down the Midlands or, or out of that campus I don't think it really makes sense. Mm. I mean, I think about the cost of, of, of you know building something up again from scratch and I think as well I, th- I think you need to be within the centre of where everything is happening as well. So. Yeah, I guess the, the the move to a more kind of Channel 4 model, the, mm. the, the publisher model, will buy in 50% of our content from independent production companies. That's all well and good if uh, they're Irish companies. You know what I mean? I could prove something of a boom for that 
industry, for the independent production company, you know, here you could imagine some of those producers listening to this thinking, great, there's going to be an awful lot more airtime up for grabs. If it's kind of reruns of Coronation Street and Strictly, <laughs> that's something else entirely, isn't it? It is, yes. Uh, but but no, you're right. If if you are in the independent production uh, sector now, you you will be thinking that this is, this is is good news for you. Um, and I guess it makes make, makes for a more kind of fluid and dynamic organisation if if you have kind of um, uh, kind of less staff that you that you're wedded to. All right. Well, listen, um, the detail only emerging, as Craig says, in the last kind of 30 minutes uh, or so, uh, RTE, for what it's worth, have released a statement that basically says we're going to talk to our own staff tomorrow and we're not saying anything until then, you know, in not so many words. Um, uh, so if there's any more detail between now and seven o'clock, we'll be sure to bring it to you. Um, elsewhere, uh, in terms of politics, I mean, there's kind of an international flavour to things, isn't there? There's Michal Martin's continued a kind of trip around the world in 80 days and uh, benefits for new Ukrainian refugees to be slashed here as well. So tell us about both. Yeah, um, well, I guess so. Miguel Martin is going back to the Middle East this week. I think uh, Cairo on Wednesday um, and then Israel and Palestine on Thursday. I know he's, he's due to meet with the, the Israeli president, uh, Mahmoud Abbas. Um, detail is still being worked out on, on who else he's going to meet there. Um, this, it, it's, I mean, from an Irish point of view, it, you know, it's, it's good to have your your Taunish out, out there representing the country, but uh, I mean the impact of it. I don't know. I mean, last time he was there, his, his, when he, he he met with President Netanyahu, but for, his visit wasn't really picked up by any of the local media there, for example. So you question about the impact it's going to have. Um, also, Israel won't really view Ireland as a kind of a fair broker in all of this. Mm. Um, so per, per, perhaps we're not the best nation to, to be kind of go in there as any sort of a, a mediator. Um, moving on to the, the on to the Ukrainians, I mean, this has been an issue that really came to a head about two weeks ago when Minister for Integration Monica Gorman uh, raised it at, uh, at Cabinet causing quite a stir at the time. We've, he, he was kind of saying that look we've, we really have reached a kind of a, a tipping point here um, and he wanted to introduce a system of after 90 days um, in, in state provided accommodation uh, those arriving here from the war in Ukraine uh, would have to uh, find their own accommodation. Now, that seems to have been diluted quite a lot since then. Um, there'll be no memo to Cameron tomorrow, uh, mainly because the, the tarnished is away again. But what we're looking at now is um, a, a system whereby after 90 days, uh, they'll be asked to pay for, for a portion of, of, of their accommodation. So they're not going to be you know, thrown out or asked to, um, asked to go offend on, on the private market. But, mm. but the, the, the key one, um, the key point is the changes to the welfare. So we're reporting today that it could be in line with, 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 with direct provision rates to around €37 Euro a week. Um, this, that still hasn't been nailed down yet, but it's an indication that this will be a quite a, a strict um, change from the supports that are currently being offered. Craig Hughes, political correspondent with the Irish Daily Mail. Craig, as always, thank you very much uh, for all of that. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.